This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. I'm content creator, Corey Wamsley. I empower women entrepreneurs by sharing book writing and publishing solutions on my show, Page Turner's Studio with Corey. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Page Turner Studio with Corey. I'm your host, Corey Wamsley. I'm the CEO of Aurora Corealis Publishing, as well as an author of 10 books, writing coach, and all that other stuff. Um, today, we're going to be talking about how to effectively connect with your audience with keynote speaker Debbie, Debbie Lundberg. And Debbie is one of those amazing people that I've met along the way through doing anthologies. She was actually in the Living Kindly anthology, which is the first book that we put out through Aurora Corealis Publishing. And before we get started, I wanted to mention that my newest book, The Treasures We Seek, is available on Amazon. So make sure you grab a copy of that so you can go on a fabulous adventure to Italy and uh, uncover some truths about yourself. Also, um, and the link's at the bottom of the page here. Um, also, my book, Braving the Shore, recently won the uh, fiction prize for the author zone. So make sure you get a copy of that. I will be posting the link later in the show. And we have a special little treat here. Um, Aurora Corealis now has journals and this is my original artwork on these. You can see the mermaid and elephant on this one. Um, if you need a journal, which who doesn't, we all need to have something to write down our notes. Um, make sure that you go to the links in the comments or in the <laughs> right below me here. Um, so you can grab one of these fantastic journals. No one else is going to have one like it, I guarantee. So back to our show. Um, I'm going to introduce you to Debbie, and then we'll bring her in. Debbie Lundberg believes how you present is how you are remembered. She's the founder and CEO of the Florida-based national firm Presenting Powerfully, where she and her team delivers keynotes. De she and her team deliver keynotes and talks, strategy and facilitation, and so much more. Debbie is a busy woman, and she also has a lot of books, which we're going to talk about today. So let me bring Debbie up from the green room. Hi, Welcome, Corey. Debbie. Hi. Thank you. What a pleasure to be with you, and congratulations on all of your success. Well, thank you. It's great having you on. I love when we get to talk. So um, let's start out by talking about your book. Let me bring this up on the screen. Um, <laughs> I love the title of this one, Reversing the Slobification of America. And you get bonus points for creating a new word there. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about this. Well, thank you. So it was, it was interesting because I first started writing and part of mine was, have a nice day is not thank you, and no problem is not your welcome. Mm -hmm. And then I moved on to other topics. And then in, in, the, in the 2014, 2013, around in that time frame, what I realized is 
modernizing some of that, even though it, the material was only a few years old, it brought it all together by asking my clients to vote on the tips that they liked best and that they shared most. And it became reversing the slobification of America because we're slobs sometimes in the way we communicate, we engage with others in the way we interact. So we can reverse it. And yes, new word. And so I had the title trademarked, which was very fun. That's incredibly cool. Um, so what what was your big goal with this book? What was the change you wanted to see? The goal with reversing the slobification of America was for people to say it's possible simply because they hadn't been exposed to something or they didn't know which way to go. It didn't mean there wasn't a quick tip. There are there are three separate sections, communication, behaviors, relationships, mm -hmm. and over 60 tips. So you can imagine they're quick, they're implementable. And the goal was for people to gain their confidence. Yeah. And I think that having that awareness is really important too. It's yeah. true. And there's a quiz at the beginning of the book that people can see how slobified they are. Now I don't track it. <laughs> it's all personal, but people will reach out and they'll send me a message and tell me their score on their slobification and then ask me a question, which makes it fun too. So you yeah. can bring humor into your growth. That's for sure. Yeah. I love that. And I think, you know, especially if, humor or, you know, getting people to relax is part of your brand. I think it's important to have something like that in there too. That's cool. Thank you. Amazing. And I did want to show off uh, all of Debbie's books that she sent me covers for here. Um, is this everything you've worked on? <laughs> That's not everything. Thank you for kindly sharing those. So you're right. You and I got to meet through living. Life is hard, but finding a really great podcast makes the days go by so much easier. Hi, my name is Blue Toulousma. I'm a writer, an emotional intelligence coach, and the host of Humanize with Blue Toulousma, a podcast where we believe that when you humanize everyone in the room, a great conversation is almost guaranteed. Join us every week here on Electricast as me and my guest co-hosts unpack big topics and interview even bigger personalities with a sense of humor and a dash of mischief. If you're looking for a new best friend in your head, we've got you covered. I leave the anthology, which is such a wonderful book about different perspectives. Remote Work Rockstar came out in 2020, and and no surprise, it was is very good timing for the situation we were in. And many clients, colleagues, individuals utilize that for how to work remotely and to lead remotely. Leading without losing your femininity is is based on a lot of research in the United States on what women tend to do that they don't know are hold, is holding them back and then how to change it and really be true to yourself without uh, potentially annoying other people. So there are some more, but those are, thank you for highlighting those. Sure. Yeah, that's amazing. And I, I think that these are all, you know, great opportunities to, um, you know, even if you're just writing a chapter in a book to spread your message and reach new audiences and, you know, connect more. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. So I wanted to share Debbie's impactful page turner share. People show up in each and every aspect of their lives as a whole person. Make no assumptions. Get to know people individually. So tell me a little bit about how you learned this and why this is so important. 
Well, Corey, it's it's interesting in that, unfortunately, a lot of times people make a snap judgment. I mean, if you you know, I mean, Paige Turner is here and you've been involved with books for so long and won so many awards and recognition. And even the book Blink, and we realized through Malcolm Gladwell, seven seconds, we're making an assessment on someone. And while I know that's true, I also know that it can be true that if we realize that every day is not everybody's best day and every day is a chance to be our best towards someone else, then we can refrain from that judgment if they happen to let the door fall in our face, which we don't want, or they happen to cut us off when we're pulling out. Because I don't think many people wake up in the morning and think, how can I make life horrible for someone else? (laughs) And so if we would realize that things that are affecting people personally, professionally, it shows up sometimes in ways that aren't necessarily what they'd be the most proud of, then Mm -hmm. we'd have some empathy. I speak on emotional intelligence and kindness a lot. And that that kindness of saying I can be compassionate without being judgmental is really important. So that was the page turner messaging was for that. If we can just remember that, that it'll make our whole our days better, too, by the way, if we're not upset with everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I think it definitely changes how we act in our own lives if we're able to give other people grace. So true. I mean, the reciprocity. We want grace from others, but we don't necessarily give it as freely. And so I hope that in my life, and I'm certainly far from perfect, that I've shown more grace than than I've than I've required. And yet there are days where it can take a lot of grace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I completely agree with that. Yes. Yeah. So Debbie's being a page turner tip is write in your voice, be bold, be consistent and be about your audience and their interests as stories captivate where true tips are implementable. Tell me how you learned this um, author of multiple books. (laughs) Sure. So unlike you and so many guests who I've gotten to listen to on the show, I don't necessarily, excuse me, tell a story as a novel. And so that's what I mean. You, you want to be able to tell a story, even within a tip, mm-hmm. because as I do a lot of tips for people, it's important that they get the connection. And so as, as you just wonderfully shared, it's that people want to follow a story. They also want to get a tip out of it. So you mentioned about your, your recent book at the start of the show, if they want to go on a journey in Italy and learn about themselves. You do both. So you're telling the story and then they have this chance to learn about themselves. And I believe that even those of us who aren't telling as big or as long or as 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 much of a story as a novel, we can tell those micro stories and give examples. And if we if we write in our voice, people hear the story as though we're there with them. So instead of them necessarily reading the words in their own tone, they get a chance to feel like you're with them. So that's what I meant by that. Be there with them, write in your own voice and be authentic. If somebody doesn't love your voice, it's okay. They'll find an author they connect with. Let your voice be your own. Yeah. I I think that's important, especially in shorter pieces and especially um, like several of the books that you showed were anthologies where it's several authors who have come together to share stories Mm -hmm. and when um, I've actually had people comment before, like, I, you know, how can I make this match the other authors? And you really don't want to make it match the other offers. Like, yes, it should be professional. Yes, you should, um, you know, 
tell your story authentically, you want it to be you and you want you to shine through. Um, and as you said, you everybody doesn't have to connect with each of those authors. Um, everyone doesn't have to connect with every single you know speaker coach or marketing person or business coach or whatever. They have to connect with you and being authentic really helps. Sure does. Yeah. So I want to share the turn the page with Corey tip. Creating a powerful presentation and creating a powerful book are pretty similar. Hook the reader, make points in a fun way, and show them that you get them. Um, now, from your experience being a keynote speaker and helping others with their presentations, um, have you found this to be true? Because you've done both. <laughs> it's true. Your, I mean, your tip is is spot on, Corey. And and really, something that I don't I don't know that you you would necessarily know or that I share very often is. I was presenting in a in a Fortune 100 company very regularly, and they're still a client, wonderful, wonderful company. And I kept saying to them, as I'm sharing with you about presentation skills, eventually I'll have a book about them. So I would give them summaries. And finally, one time, to their credit, they said, well, we want you to bring that book. We want the book this time. And I said, well, I don't have the book yet, and I will. I'll still give them all of the information. And they said, no, we really want the book. And they really underwrote the book because they wanted it for all of their leaders. So to yeah. their credit, because they liked the style and because they really followed that guidance, that's how the book Presenting Powerfully, which is the same name as my company, came to be. So it, it was exactly your tip to, to a T in the fact that they liked it so much that I realized I took my presentation, turned it into that book. And now that book has only been updated slightly over the past few years because it all still stays true. Mm -hmm. And so your message about putting together a presentation versus the book is if you are being authentic, like you said earlier, speaking in your own voice, then your book will flow. I think often people want to write a book so they can speak. If you start talking on the subject because you're an expert, then the book will follow as well. Yeah. And I love that they go hand in hand. So you were speaking and then people said, hey, we need a book. <laughs> yes, yes. And when you mentioned reversing the Slavification of America, mm -hmm. I was also speaking on those first three books and people were saying, well, I really like these tips. And I kept hearing this tip, this tip, this tip. And I thought, well, these others may be getting a little bit out of, out of the reach or not as relevant. And so- mm -hmm. The other point is update your presentation, update your book. And it doesn't mean that what you wrote wasn't good at the time. It means you're staying up with the times. Yeah, um, that actually goes perfectly with my next tip. <laughs> the make an impact tip with Corey. Knowing your audience is key for writing a book that speaks to them. So you are listening to your audience and what they need. Um, yes. Yeah. Do you specifically ask them when you're working on a book, you know, hey, do you like this? You know, uh, what's your favorite tips? I think you mentioned that one. Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, those those books that became Reversing the Slavification of America, that mm -hmm. came from a vote from from clients and former clients. It was pure vote. I mean, some things wow. that stayed in. I was a little surprised that they insisted on and a couple that I thought were really quite impactful didn't get the votes. And so it's also have the humility of saying <laughs> that your voice and your mind is one and the rest can fill it in. Then you know that in Living Kindly, we were all part of that anthology. And then another book, the the book about, uh, about Remote Work Rockstar, my podcast host, Barb Zant, had wanted to write a book. And what had happened was she was coming to me, asking me a lot of questions when people were working remotely. 
And I said, by the way, do you want to be part of this, which gave another voice to the book. So absolutely. I am all for surveying. And when I do a keynote, believe it or not, I like to survey the organization or the company first. And Mm -hmm. then I tailor every talk. It may be a similar topic. I tailor it though, so that they know it is specifically for them and not a canned report, so to speak, or a canned talk that they can see my TED Talks, which I'm fortunate to have done them. But if they have me come in, it's going to be slightly different because I'm going to tie their company or their industry or their organization into it, which makes it much more special. Yeah, that is a fantastic tip. Um, And I love that we get to wrap up with that one because this one everybody needs to write down. (laughs) So thank you so much for being on the show today, Debbie. I really appreciate everything that you shared. You're welcome. Thank you for including me and best wishes and even more success. Thank you. All right. Well, we're going to send Debbie back to the green room. So thank you. And we'll wrap up. Join me next week for another episode of Page Turner Studio with Corey. We're on at 7 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Central. And if you're on the East Coast, 10 a.m. And I'll be featuring another fantastic guest. So have a Page Turner's day. You can learn more about my services and products at auroracorealispublishing.com. Make sure to join me every week on the SWE Media Network YouTube channel and wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric acid.